Welcome to Revere Assets, Your Money, with Danny Stewart. You never know how far the stock is going to go down. Tim Razor. Danny knows I'm a geek for all of this stuff. And Don Vandenborg. Telling it like it is. If you're seeking the best stock knowledge this side of Wall Street, you've come to the right place. I'm sorry, did I steal your stuff? No, you didn't steal any thunder. Who's handling this segment? (laughs) For the next hour, Danny, Tim, and Don will be talking investing. Investing is 90% psychological, and I love that. Trades. The market will usually overshoot to the downside and to the upside. And dumpster fires. Because it doesn't matter what you think or what I think, and it matters even less what Danny thinks. And now, here's your hosts... Danny, Tim, and Don. All right, stock nerds and market lovers. So allergies have gotten infested. So I am not sick. Uh, I just uh, have a bunch of uh, allergies that have bloomed here in Texas that are absolutely kicking my butt. But we have a lot to talk about uh, this week. And uh, right now, uh, quarterly uh, rebalancing. So it's triple witching uh, this week. And um, what happens is uh, funds that are, you know, stocks that have gone up in certain indices uh, have to rebalance. And uh, if you're an ETF or a mutual fund and you follow that, that structure, you're going to have to, you, you typically want to rebalance the third week of the month. It's options expiration week because there's a tremendous amount of liquidity and volume. And, uh, a lot of people think that happens at the last week of the month, and it could. It, there's no rule that says you have to do it this week, but you, for all... For it's all, more advantageous. It's more advantageous, right, it's because you'll get, you'll get bigger moves when there's uh, less liquidity, and you want to try to just do minimize all the, the minimize, impact. Yeah, minimize the impact. Look, I, I sent a note to fellows the other week, uh, the other week, yeah, like yesterday. Um, there was a bunch of open interest on ES uh, 4400. And it, I don't know if we get there today. We're at 4429 right now as we're taping the show uh, on Friday morning around 930 at uh, Central Time. Really? It, wow. That's the producer. The, the producer. <laughs> that's not even it's us. It's too early for it's us. That's been, what you it know, is. fellas, it's been a challenging morning. <laughs> that's all right. I apologize. That's all right. So, I remember to turn my phone yeah, off. It is, it's off. Ah. I think it's off too. So yeah. 4430 is where we're at right now. I don't know if we get down to 4400, uh, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me in the least uh, if we settled down there today. Does that mean the whole market's going to roll over and the seasonality comes into play? I, I, I don't know. I mean, buy the dip has been what you do uh, in 2021. Uh, buy the dip in 2020 is what you do. Um, and then the market has had this habit right now of going down uh, into options expiration like the last three months. And then uh, the last two weeks, it's rebounded. doesn't mean it'll always happen. And, and if it's going to take a turn, for the, it's going to take a turn for the worst doctor. It's going to happen now. And so uh, you do have that fall seasonality. So nothing uh, would really surprise me. But before we talk about serious issues, Dan, I want to talk about this. Oh, 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 I'm nervous. Yeah, hold on. Look at your screen. I want to talk about the greatest. Is is, is, uh, you know my feelings, uh, stock nerds, long term stock nerds, viewers of the show know my feelings about Chipotle. I think it's one of the greatest uh, stocks created. I'm just a huge fan of the management. 
the, the, the CEO, uh, Brian Nichols, uh, used to be the Taco Bell CEO. And I thought, gosh, if anyone can, and if you remember, Chipotle yeah, was having, Taco Bell. yeah, really? That's yeah. your, that's your contribution. I love that. Little we're, 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 dog. We're, we're, Yo, get on Taco Bell. Sorry. Is there a big, do we have a show killer sound? <laughs> do we have a sound that can just say show killer? Um, there we go. That was a bomb. <laughs> it sure was. I couldn't guess that. <laughs> you missed the first part. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. When Alex comes off the top rope <laughs> with couldn't guess that. Like Alex, Alex, I don't know if Alex is like on this pro like he feels like he's this on, on probationary period where he doesn't insult Dan. But uh, I've gotten over that, and uh, Alex, I yeah, I, I think I'm out of that. There you go. I'm good now. Yeah, <laughs> we're comfortable enough. I'm super, super <laughs> grateful for that because, thanks, Dan. That was good. Back to you. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. I've also yeah. got this one. Oh, I like that's that one better. too. That's a good one. That's, I like that one. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. So Taco Bell, uh, when Chipotle's having all these food issues and they were just getting people sick with the. Uh, you know, the, the coli. Yeah, the coli. <laughs> um, Taco Bell. Uh, out of any restaurant you thought that would get you sick, it would be. If you've been, I've been in some shady Taco Bells, and this guy Brian Nichols just keeps the Taco Bell cranking, man. No sickness there, and uh, he takes over Chipotle. Chipotle just explodes. Chipotle's an amazing restaurant, amazing manager. But Taco Bell is fighting back. You can eat like a king at Taco Bell, but Taco Bell is testing a taco subscription. I heard about this. This is how you oh know there's a gosh, Jesus. Yes. So you just like you get your Netflix, you get your Hulu, you get your you get whatever you subscribe to, and now you can get tacos. Which then got me thinking, which is where I need to bring Hunter in here and Alex, because I was told last week by a certain woman named me and mommy that there was not enough Hunter on the show. So we're gonna bring him in early. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, got he got cut out. She's your advocate. She's your advocate. It doesn't matter yeah. if there's technical issues. They, the words were figure it out, Tim. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it was Tim's fault. So I have figured it out. We are going to do what? Like, do you guys remember Movie Pass? It was just a couple yes. of years ago. Like Movie yeah. Pass, where you could go to any movie theater, like 10 just bucks. just show your card, and you get any any. Uh, any any movie, any anything. So, if there was a food pass, what restaurants would you like? What foods would you want it to be on? Yeah. And like Chick -fil I Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah, but it, it can't just be like the whole menu, right? Like it's got to be specific things. So, Hunter, you get one. Give me, give me one food you you on your food pass. <laughs> I'd have to say a Chipotle bowl would be my number one. Yeah. There you go. That's a good answer. That is a good answer because that's a thirteen dollar bowl. And let me tell you how I know that. Because, There's a, you uh, can you can you can customize it too. A little bit of variety in yeah. there. That's yeah, right. the, it's yeah. customized. Well, you know what? It might be easier. Let me just you throw switch out, things up. Maybe. What yeah. it? It's thirteen dollars, by the way, to eat the uh, bowl at uh, Chipotle. With, I get the salad with guac and steak. Sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I do yeah, steak. I was say, you're I, going big. Uh, I do steak. Is, is that really considered going big? I do steak, guac, and sour cream. Steak and guac. It's just sour cream. Not I make steak them, and guac. I mean, I, I make them get the nice. cilantro out of the refrigerator. Do you really? I love the cilantro. Oh, monster. Even when there's a big line, you're like, everybody stop. Go get the cilantro. I waited in that line. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding up a sign that says, hey, I'm going to ask for cilantro. That's a good point. Plan ahead. That's fair. 
Anyway, it's a thirteen dollar bowl. Surprised I wouldn't have the cilantro out and ready. I know because I'm the only one asking. So they keep it in the back in a hermetically sealed bag. I didn't know you could get like additional. If you request it, they'll give you additional cilantro. Yeah. Yeah, right. and, and, and you could also just carry around a bag of cilantro the way Danny does peppers. Yeah, Danny. Danny's. Um, I, hey, you know a lot of places don't have fresh peppers. That's right. Show your peppers now, Dan. Which pocket do you have them in? <laughs> Danny. Danny's wearing his uh, cigar cigar rolling shirt. This from, is a guayabera. That's a what? A che Guevara. Guayabera. <laughs> You're wearing a che Guevara shirt. Man. You guys have no, I, I, no I cultural. Look, no, I liked your last shirt. I genuinely didn't know. Is that like a style? I, yeah, I'm not. I'm very, not making these fun. These can be very stylish. Look at shirt. These the are like yeah, the when I shirts. think of cutting edge pop culture, I think of Dan. No question. Man, man, it's man. a tough morning. All right, it's tough. Don, crowd. Don's never had that probationary <laughs> period that Alex feels yeah. like. <laughs> I like. I think he looks so awesome. So uh, I'll tell you where I don't. Like, if I had a food pass, the thing I don't want on there is Subway. Like, yeah, don't – Subway, Subway is gross. And I don't care if they've got – I don't care if they've got uh, Tom Brady not eating bread and making the joke on there. Don't matter to me none. It, it also, in that same realm – let me tell you what's also gross. So you, you like Taco Bell, but you don't like Subway. You're not an aficionado. Dan. So Taco, ta- Taco Bell, you eat like a king. Subway is just like your last no. resort. Subway, and you're flirting with food poisoning. Thank you. It, did you see? <laughs> in Texas. In te- you got so good. I worked good. at Subway for two years. Me- he knows. Hold on. Oh, I'm not, I'm not defending insight. Subway. They used to soak their meat to make it <laughs> heavier and all that kind of stuff. I, I oh, don't like, no way. I, I did not I, know that Hunter I, I, was a sandwich artist. I don't like I don't like. He's a sandwich artist. Wait, he's getting a artist. Hold on. He's grabbing. What is that? Is it a yeah, subway? He's getting on a, a his framed wall. piece of something off the wall. Oh, is this employee? Wait, of it's, the it's, the right? it's like a diploma or a, what is this? <laughs> Sorry for any sound issues. I can't wait to see Brad, this. Okay, so this is from me, mommy, right? This is the Wade doing what it takes achievement word that they gave me when I graduated. It has all the different jobs I've held, right? Yeah. So they don't have sandwich artist. Let's see if we can get this where you can actually render in here and see. Yeah. A little higher. There you go. Doing what it takes. Achievement award. Let's oh. The, doing what trying it to takes. Get the, uh, what you call it off of. Hey, careful. This is from Imani. Yeah. You be careful. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's see here. Make it a little darker in here. There you go. You got to put it a higher. Higher. You're coming up. There you go. It's so there hard because I can't see the camera. Yeah. You're going to have to just read it because the. Just the, read okay. it. Yeah. We, so I mean, yeah. Basically, it says sandwich maker, barista, construction worker, grocery stalker, lawn care maintainer, jack leg carpenter, um, jack investment leg advisor carpenter. intern. So, <laughs> You're the most inter- interesting man in the world. That's yeah, there you go. <laughs> you need to add that at the bottom. The most interesting man in the world. So now, I, I think we, we, the controversy I think here is, because everyone, I think a lot of people agree Subway is gross. That's why they're, had, they're struggling. Like Subway franchisees are struggling. By the way, if you ever Google the guy who founded Subway in his interesting, maybe allegedly promiscuous lifestyle, that's interesting. That's a good. That's I a didn't good think it was alleged. I thought I thought that was a. He oh, was no. convicted as a pedophile. Oh, I'm thinking of Jared. No, oh, that's Jared. Jared. Let's, 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 Jared, inventor of Subway. Let's tread lightly here. 
Jeez, <laughs> me mommy, let's update. Uh, let's take one of those awards away there. Uh, with, <laughs> I love it. Can the fast food chain? You know what? Is that really the doubt? Is that the high point of before Jared got convicted? I'm not being. Oh yeah, 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 I, I think so. Think so. Yeah, yeah, that's the so. high point, right? Yeah, that, that, that was their top. Yeah, yeah. That the, the uh, there was the a sub- stock. You got to sell your stock. Sell your stock when you. Jeez, that that is that is a truism there. So anyway, I think you have to add Burger King to something you wouldn't put on food packs because Burger King is gross. Like Burger King, I love is, Burger King. Yeah. You just you just Burger don't like cakes. You just don't bad. like the flame flame broil. No, no. I feel like Burger flame King has broil, cut, baby. has cut yeah. all the corners. In mm. in fa- like the the company that runs them, you're, you're defending Q, Taco Bell. Q, we're talking about cutting quarter. QSL. Yeah. I think Dan's right Whoa. here. I don't think <laughs> you can throw glasses, throw, throw stones at uh, throw stones at Burger King from the Taco Bell house. We're throwing we're throwing Chihuahua puppies from the Taco Bell. House. <laughs> Don, you know how many good you know how many good uh, Mexican restaurants we have in Texas, and he's liking Taco Bell. Not for, one. For what it's all, worth, yeah. in, in national polls, Taco Bell consistently ranks as the best fast food. Thank you, Tex-Mex. In the that's because in Pennsylvania they don't know what the hell Mexican Tim, food Tim, is. Tim's a, a traveler, all right. He goes across the country. Yeah, I will knows. say, te- yeah. people from Texas are very passionate because I got it's in, the uh, worst. debate about Arizona being better Mexican food. It, and the, you, when I was in Texas, they, I, I, I almost booked my flight home that day. They were gonna. Kick me out. Get a rope. Get a <laughs> rope. Oh God, yeah. I would be over that. Swing by the Rickety the best, Sewell store. On the, the best way Mexican food in the world is Mr. Taco number two in, on San Marcos Boulevard in San Marcos, California. Guillermo and Maria run the best really? taco shop in the world. It's pretty good. It's not bad. It's the best. Is that okay. San Diego? Uncle Tony, oh, Uncle Tony brought some. Yep. What's that? San Diego, San Diego, California. Yep. Okay. Um. So uh, what do you got, Alex? Santiago. Alex, what do you got on your food I'm, subscription? I'm going to, honestly, because of how much I eat it, I'm going to go with the Chipotle thing that Hunter said. I'm going to, yeah. I agree. Don, you got mm-hmm. one? Uh, pizza from anywhere is, um, I've got a pizza problem. That sounds like a good <laughs> business. <laughs> problem. That's probably a good name. All pizza from anywhere. Pizza. Pizza from anywhere. I think that actually is something called Slice. Which is, uh, I think Slice actually is sort of that really? type of, yeah. Movie pass for pizza. I think so. I got to go look it up. But anyway, I thought we'd have a little fun here before we get into some serious stuff with the show. So we talked about quarter rebalancing. We talked about, oh, I want to show you this real quick. So uh, starting something new, which is uh, show notes. So I got the show notes here. I'm going to, the only way to get the show notes, I'm going to give them to Zach, our producer. Zach's going to then paste the show notes into YouTube. And that is where you can go access all of the show notes and so nice very good nice. addition yeah, yeah like, yeah. like continue people, to upgrade people are asking like where do you get your content from like what do you look <laughs> at and it's like well why not just show them the sources that forms now the taco bell stuff is not on here so uh <laughs> you got to do your own research that, yeah, that's out of tim's you head gotta, you gotta do your own research but i do have something i want to i do want to talk about i want to talk about the fed here for a second i don't want to go on too long about it because it, it did spark a uh, debate amongst the ipo club we were. They heard last week's show, and they were uh, listening to the Fed. And I pulled some notes, and I've got some things uh, that I want to discuss here. So um, last week we talked about uh, Eric Kaplan. It's Kaplan, right? Uh, Fed chair down here in Dallas, just buying a blank ton of stock, uh, buying and selling stock, and um, it's not right. The whole thing's not right. I covered it ad nauseum last week's show. But here's the thing. 
So they order this week, Danny, they order um, a review, a Fed ethics review. This is akin to uh, Wells Fargo ordering their own review. Internal uh, investigation. Uh, internal investigation. You know, we didn't find anything wrong of opening accounts. It's, it's like it's, Congress doing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but the nuance I missed last week is this. Chairman Powell's holdings. I missed this. Ooh, the big dog. I missed this. Powell owned 1.25 million to 2.5 million of individual municipal bonds. Now, a, a, a staunch, who's the fat dude down here in Dallas? He's got like three chins. Uh, he's the old fed, Fisher. Fisher's not fat. Yeah, he's put on the. Oh man, I haven't seen him lately, but he was in pretty good shape. When I he saw looks him. like a like like a like a stubbier Carl Rove. I think it's somebody else. No, I don't now, who's the old Fed chair from Dallas? Hunter, can you pull that up for me? Fisher was just before this guy. This guy, but he's not. Does Fisher look like Carl Rove, Hunter, or do I have? I might have him confused. Just type in whenever you see it. Anyway, so uh, a defender of the Fed, like this Fisher fellow would say, well, he owned those bonds before, before this all erupted. But last year, the Fed purchased $21.3 billion in municipal bonds. If you were going to show... <laughs> they, it, they purchased half the bond market. <laughs> in the face of a crisis, in the face of a crisis, if you were going to sure up your own finances, wouldn't it be to go to the bond market? Think about this. Now, Richmond Fed President Barkin. I don't know Barkin. I'll think of something mean to say about him in a minute. Just give me enough time. Barkin owned at the same time last year 1.35 million and 3 million and 3 million, Danny, in what? Corporate bonds. What did the Fed purchase last year to shore up the economy, Daniel? Corporate bonds. Who is, who is not... They're all crooks. Let's just let's just come out and they're all freaking crooks. I'm gonna switch to freaking Danny so you don't freak out. Well, they just freaking, need to have, have freaking. We we just have to have blind trust for that. That's cynicism, right? And, that, no, oh, I'm that's sorry. For, I think. I, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought blind you, trust. I, no, no, part. I'm part of me. I thought you meant we just have to have blind trust in that. Oh no, 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 no. no. You, you're you're they, saying they should not be able to pick their own investments ahead of knowing what they're going to buy. These a holes shouldn't be able to pick their nose. They, <laughs> these people, you want to know what they should have? Now listen, uh, I'm going to cut or myself. Just buy a basket mutual funds. They can have mutual funds. I agree with you. Like, like the, the the common sense thing is what you said: a blind trust, or. Or they get the TSP, like I suggested. Like oh, every, yeah, yeah, like yeah, every yeah. other federal employee gets the TSP. That's all they get. They can't. CNBC anchors have more restrictions on what they can do yes. than these people. Oh, yeah. And it's ridiculous. And so here's my suggestion. Make them own cash. Their policies. Hold on. Then they'll worry about inflation. <laughs> their, their, their policies have wrecked savers. So if you're yeah. if you've got grandparents, uh, you're in your uh, 50s, Well, not maybe not your fifties. Your sixties, seventies, eighties. Your 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 
youthful enough to have made it to your 90s. And let's pray that we say hundreds as normalcy coming soon. You were raised to save your money, not own assets. You could own assets. I'm not saying you can't. But the, the mantra was save your money, save your money, save your money. They have destroyed cash. This, this is the, the, well, Tim, what's the alternative? They have destroyed cash where it, it doesn't, you, if you're holding cash more than enough to just be a little bit liquid, you're losing. Daniel, food inflation, the inflation numbers came out this week and everyone's cheering that it was one-tenth lower than expected. <laughs> which, which, let me just put this in perspective. You know, we expected, uh, we expected Johnny to be an ugly child, but he turned out to be not half bad. That, that, that's the equivalent here. I don't have a better example. And the margin for error is much bigger than that anyway. You know what? We ex <laughs> let, me, let me try again. We expected the Chevy Bolt to only catch on fire five times during your lifetime ownership. Here, it's only caught on four times. Caught on, by the way, Chevy came to GM came out with an announcement this morning that said, do not park your Chevy Bolt within 50 feet of other cars. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Mickey Mouse operations. <laughs> General Motors in Mary Barra are the worst. And listen, and I say that, and you're like, well, then that's not, that's not this. Don't tell me about Mary Barra and her actuarial decisions when they had an ignition issue and they, they didn't issue a recall or a fix for it because it did, it did make financial sense for them to do so, even though it was killing people. People lost their children because of an actuarial science decision. All back Mar Mary Barr, well, that's for Mary oh, Barr can just fall off the face of this earth with her actuarial decisions. The same way I believe that the Bluebell people who kill people with listeria can fall off the face of the earth. And until these people go to prison for, for what they do, nothing is going to change. And it's that same kind of behavior in white collar world that empowers this Kaplan guy and this uh, Barkin fella to, they, they secured their own. I got mine. They are the epitome, Daniel, of the theory of the yay for me, hell with you mentality, a mentality that, that is prevalent in, this, in, our, in, our, in all faces of government, whether you belong to a HOA Homeowners Association, which are the most corrupt organizations in the world, a school board, all the way up to these highest levels of Fed. The yay for me, hell with you mentality is encapsulated in this a-hole owning $3 million in corporate bonds and then suggesting to the Fed chair, you know, a good idea might be to secure those corporate bonds. This is the epitome of self-dealing. But yet, we do nothing about it. Well, Tim, it wasn't a crime when he did it. These people should be disgraced. They're not. Most people, this is normal. They're getting pats on the back from both sides of the aisle. They're getting, wow, man, I didn't think of how to screw the American people like this. Man, I was thinking of a way I could do some insider trading, but you guys at the Fed really take the cake. While your cash is, is not growing while the dollar is getting destroyed by collusion of federal banks across the globe. These people are taking you to the cleaners.
And it's not a big deal because it, we don't talk about it in school. We don't, when people say it's the worst, most worthless, it's not worthless. Let me not be cynical here <laughs> for one second. But when people say, I want to school the young people of this world on finance and stocks and how they should own stuff. It's just, look, every, every time you come out and you tell me you want to educate kids on this stuff, they're not ready for it. You want to plant one seed in one child. Just talk to them about the value of the dollar. And that, that, that's it. Just like one chapter in ninth grade. That's all you need. They'll remember it. Because, nobody, because nobody's taught this. Dana, there's a study that came out this morning, which is not in my show notes, that said that most, like 43% of Americans can't name all three branches of government. Right. What, 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 nobody knows monetary you say the words monetary policy and that's the thing a-holes say at parties to make themselves sound smart let's talk about monetary policy here <laughs> and the Nikkei no they feel it their dollar purchases less a lot of people believe and I'm not sure I'm in this camp a lot of people believe that for 300 extra dollars a month they all stayed home the majority of workers and caused a labor shortage because they got because their dollars are worth less and the government said I'll give you 300 more a month they stayed home and didn't want to go to work i have an alternative theory to this but this is this is the the, the scam this is one of the greatest scams committed financial atrocities committed in our in, in a generation it started with the Great Recession, and then this pandemic has given, I mean, just with reckless abandon to destroy the wealth of so many because they saved and created the greatest income inequality we have ever seen. Now, how do we get back? Because putting these guys in prison isn't going to get people their savings back, is it, Dan? No. Maybe, maybe instead of for political purposes, we could not weaponize the dollar or weaponize the economy. We could do what's right and try to stave off inflation. Danny, the, the, the inflation rate that got reported, right? Inflation, 5.3%. It was 5.4 in July. Transitory. Literally, literally, inflation was like 1% less worse. Like one-tenth of 1% less worse. If your kid comes home with a D minus, which is worse than an F, just give me the F. Give me the you didn't even try. D minus is like I put some thought to it and I'm just dumb. Right, this D minus is D minus is the worst. Right. D, like D minus. You're not failing. You're yeah. not good enough. Yeah, F is like, man, I gave... I gave the man those, you know. <laughs> this is like, you know, I don't, I don't it's know. Uh, it's that Bart Simpson gag, right? Where he's that? like, he gets a D minus. He's like, but I actually tried, like, yeah. I really tried and failed. Like, yeah. at least I didn't just not try and inflation fail. was yeah. one tenth of one percent less worse, and we're celebrating it. Food inflation was twenty percent. Twenty percent. 
but it's great. You know, inflation's going down unless you eat or buy gas. Or or who's who's going to heat their home this year? Anybody going to use natural gas to heat their home? Is anyone going to What's the rise this year in natural gas, Hunter? Uh Alex actually might be able to tell you oh, better with TOS. Oh, uh, you know, I can do it too. I'm sorry. I'm being lazy when I'm asking. I'm sorry. I know natural gas stocks have uh, gone through the roof. CHK, RRC are a couple of examples. This is this is a shanty way to do this. So just give me a second here. Uh, <laughs> currently, oh, okay, I did it poorly. Let me try it one more time. I'll just go this way. 103%. Ouch. The taxes. We're not raising taxes on the on people who don't have the money. Yes, you are. You're fed. Who takes care well, of them? Inflation's an invisible tax. That's right, and that's the whole point. That is the Tim. Approach. Tim, Congress is in on too. They're creating inflation to to pass on this invisible tax to pe- be able to try to pay off the supposed debt on inflated dollars. Yeah. The problem is with low interest rates, they it, it, it entitles Congress to spend even more. Yeah. The pro- problem is getting even worse. You took the bait. This is what a show professional does. Danny was going to get Connecticut School of Broadcasting upstairs. I don't know what that is. Connecticut School, CSBU. Connecticut School of Broadcasting upstairs, CSBU. Gosh, can we get some CSBU shirts? Jesus. And not think of that till now. Yeah, we'll get them in collegiate lettering. So oh, that'd be really, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I want my, I want my, me mommy, can I get a diploma, please, from CBSU? CSBU. <laughs> I like that. I'm a broadcast artist. Right. Now. Those will be on the clearance rack next to the William O'Neill yellow dresses. <laughs> <laughs> that is an inside joke if you uh, read how to make stocks. Um, so Daniel wants to talk about taxes. And, and uh, taxes typically kill the show. Because taxes are an esoteric topic. When the law hasn't been written. And President Joe Manchin hasn't given clearance yet to what he's going to do with the taxes. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Joe Manchin controls the fate of America. Not Joe Biden. Not Kamala Harris. Not uh, who's the Senate Majority Leader? I mean, not Minority Leader. Uh, uh, the Turtle. Uh, 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 Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, the Turtle. Looks like looks like the human embodiment of. Uh, of uh, one of the turtles that approaches the owl in a Tootsie Pop commercial. He's got a unique silhouette. Yes. It's a turtle, right? Do, am I picturing the right dude? Yes. Yeah, oh, turtle. Yeah, turtle. Yes. Turtle, okay. Yes. Um, so Danny wants to talk about this tax law that hasn't been written. But he, but he comes into the studio and says, we got to talk about taxes. Which means Danny wants to talk about taxes. Yeah, I, absolutely I do. So I led you. We've been talking about inflation for a year and a half. Let's, let's move on to something that's Timely. Timely. Wait. <laughs> we knew inflation was going to heat up. I don't and know. And now they're going to tax you with that. Okay, so now Danny, I gave Danny the segue. There you go. To lead you right into taxes. The handoff. I gave him the handoff. Master. What does he do with the ball? Go. I, I didn't fumble. All right. He's now, ready. Now. Let's do it. So here here is here in lies the problem for a lot of people. Now, they're raising the income tax rates. Of course, those on this proposed bill are not going to go into effect until after the 2020 midterms, because they don't want you to start paying more taxes before you vote. 
But the big uh, hit is going to be with capital gains that actually is set to start on September 13th, like a few days ago. So, so, and they're going to kind of do this partial year deal. That's going to be very confusing if it passes that way. So if you sold any property after that date, you're going to have a higher tax if you've got a high enough income. And I don't want to get, dive into the, into the weeds and get all, because Tim's right. The, they're, they're still jockeying back and forth with what the proposals are, but it's going to be, a, you know, a decent, significant increase. And that's the problem. Here is the, the real thing that people got to keep an eye on and start getting ready. And, and that is, so it looked like they were leaving the estate exemption, the estate tax alone. It looked like we got a hall pass on the first go round with the bill. But then a few Democrats came back and said, hey, wait a minute, we missed, we forgot about the estate tax. So let's bring that back in. So the amount that you can pass estate tax free is going to get cut in half if this passes like it is, which I pretty close, I think it will. So they're going to take that away. And over and above that amount, you're going to get taxed at 40% when you die. Now, just like with the income tax, okay, the income tax, there's kind of a marriage penalty. So if you're married, you don't get quite a bit as a, as a, as a Deduction. level. Yeah, level as you do if you're single, which is kind of, you know, in other words, if you're, you're together, living together, but you're filing separately versus if you're legally married or, you know, and, and it's not as good. But on the estate exemption, if you've got a, an estate roughly of, just Master Menos, an individual by four million or more, or married, four million or more. And if you're married, if you don't have that bypass clause, if you don't have the thing where you both get your exemption, you don't have them, then you've got to act now. You're going to have to take some quick action because, and when I talk about, you know, three and a half, four million, people go, well, I don't have, well, that sounds like a lot of money. But, you know, if you've got a house and the way house prices have gone up because you're the inflation, Tim, so your half a million dollar house just four or five years ago is now worth a million bucks. That's counted in there. So your IRA, you got a 401k, it's counted in there. How about life insurance policies, things like it, that? It, depending on how you're, that's a great point. If that, if you own, oh, Tim there. Oh, um, Pause. <laughs> let's give rise to the Kinetic School of Broadcasting upstairs. Oh, let's give gold star to Tim for getting that's an insurance right. question right. Hey. I love it. All right. So if you own the policy. And it's a million dollar policy to take care of your wife or kids or whatever, or husband and kids, that included in your state. So you got to structure that right. A lot of most people don't, a lot of people don't realize they're buying half of their insurance policy, they're buying for Uncle Sam. Right. So you got to structure that right. Can we pause for a second? Because I think what you're throwing out here um, is interesting. I bust Danny's chops, but um, the, the problem is it, it's, it's a lot. And a lot of people are, aren't taking into, do annuities count into this? Does your life insurance policy count into this? Do your automobiles, are they going to Everything count? counts. Yeah. And are they going to count them as assets? Even though my, my father walks around saying automobiles are a depreciating asset. Well, he, automobiles are going to count as assets uh, when it comes to pay the taxes. Get that blue book out, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a lot that goes in here. And so what I encourage you to do, and listen, whether you're a client of the firm or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, our business model at Revere is to serve everyone. And so it's why the show's free. We don't make you subscribe. We'd love it if you did. It just goes right into your inbox. We don't spam you. 
you get to talk to like when Alex, like I'm going to draw right here on Hunter, Alex, and Don. They make all the decisions for the portfolios. When they, you want to ask them, what, like, how do you formulate your watches? Where does it come from? The genesis of it. What What are your triggers? Like, you actually get access to them. If you go to Strip Mall Advisor or stripmalladvisor.com, you don't get that. You get plausible deniability. And so whether you're a client, you're not a client, and you do have some assets, your house, your automobile, your insurance policies, your new, whatever you have, just call. We, our advice is free. We don't make you sign up for anything. We're here to help you. Like we're here to empower you more importantly, to make better decisions. And uh, we do that. We do that willingly and as, as a service. And that's not to mantelize us there for a minute, but it's just to, like a lot of people won't talk. to you. And, and look, these firms that charge you for estate planning, these firms that charge you for, for just doing something. Cafeteria like, style. Yeah. Do, do, like they charge you. Unless you're just buying mutual funds, we're going to charge you for everything extra. We don't do any of that. It's not our, our business model is inclusive and it's here to help. And so 855-732-5932. Well, so, so, but here's the, the, the main thing with, with regard to the estate portion. People go, well, you know, three and a half, four million bucks. I, I'm not, I'm not going to, if, if you're still working and saving and adding to that, or even if you're not, you're retired and you're not taking out nearly as but you know it's still growing you know if you've got another 10 15 20 years in your life left that it's going to compound and it does see that's the rule the under when they talk about you compounding your estate you don't realize that the, that the total growth you know they tell you if you put in a thousand bucks a month every month for you know from the time you're 25 to 65 then you got a million dollars or two you've heard that story right well the problem is the last two or three years is literally 80% of all that compounding, that's where all the growth happens. So you'll get surprised and all of a sudden, you'd be surprised at how big in five or 10 years your estate's going to be. So you got to plan 10, 15 years out. And this thing ends in December 31st, you're going to miss the deadline for some of these estate tools and they're pretty complicated. So I don't want to get into them, but they're going to be disallowing. You still got time, but all of a sudden, all the lawyers... And these valuation companies and all these all these companies that help you do or state attorneys, they're all getting booked up right now. You're not going to be able to get done. So that's the main point. The main yeah. point is if you got any questions, you've got to pay don't, attention. Don't to sit on this is what you're saying. You've got three months, yeah. bottom line. Yeah. And and so and, and and it's hard because you don't know what the law is going to be, but just know that I, I I mean, I don't know how you think otherwise, but the law is going to do, it's going to cause you the maximum amount of pain. Oh, yeah. It's good because the, for some, this, all this spending comes at a cost. They need the budget reconciliation. There's a button. It's called the Budget Reconciliation yeah. Act. They got to show how they can finance it and pay for it. Now, they're using a lot of actuarial assumptions, which in my opinion will never come true anyway. Right. Like, oh, all these tax increases and the growth of the economy are going to raise this much money because our future tax revenue on these rates are going to be based on the growth. Well, if you tax too high, you're not going to get that growth, right? But they make these assumptions so they can spend this $3.5 trillion, well, and they want to spend that money. So they're trying to figure out how they're going to do it. So there's taxes coming down the, the line. If you don't think the Fed and Congress and like these, these no, there are no independent bodies in my mind. Oh, they're in cahoots. That's yeah, what I was talking about with inflation. They're all in cahoots. And just follow my logic here, Stockman's. And I'm not, uh, 
I almost feel like I'm assuming this tinfoil hat, and I, I sound a little downtrodden about it. But Looks good on you. No. <laughs> but uh, the, the problem for me here is it's all coordinated, and it's all so clear to me that we're going to destroy the dollar, which is going to destroy a portion of our population's wealth. We're going to then inflate assets, because that's what happens when you destroy the dollar. You get inflation. You get the infl inflation that's happening. Sure. And what you do then is uh, it causes the prices of uh, stocks or assets or pieces of companies to go up. They, they're valued more. Um, your home has been valued more. And then they're going to come out and say, oh, the home value of your house is more. That's more tax dollars. Right. The problem with all of this, the problem with all of this is that wages have only gone up 4.3%. So food inflation is 20% for the month. Overall inflation rate for the year is 5.3. Wages. Well, I think that's a year over year. Year over year. Food inflation. Uh, hold on, Daniel. I don't, well, uh, well Danny, when we say we have a question, you know what we do? Okay. We go to the show notes. It's an annualized rate. We, we, let's go to the show notes. Okay. You ready? Look okay. at your screen. He's got a link right there. I got a link. We're going to pull it up. Okay. Food inflation, 20.3. Let's see. Uh, the National Bureau of Statistics on Wednesday said the composite index road rose by 20.3% in August. Compared to 21.3%. Compared to what? Keep reading. In July of 2021. It's a month over month. Oh my gosh! Right, Can right, we right, right, hold right. on? I have to go look at that. It's well. Wait a minute. I'm no, not I'm, I'm, wrong. I just don't know what this website is. Who created? Who is this author? I've never heard of. Is this legitimate? Where did you find your source? The the seven levels of Danny being wrong are listen. I've been through them all. You present, you present, Tim, I've been talking about inflation for years. Hold not, on, you're not you're not taking me off this point. Danny, <laughs> when Danny Danny gets fed a piece of information he doesn't agree with, comes out and says I, that I want to research that more. Twenty percent month over month across the I think board it's on year food. Over year. I'm just I'm it's I, year I, over year. It's year over year, okay. Tim. I'm just it's I just annual. highlighted it. It's year over year, Timmy Crow. I, I'm not even defending <laughs> it. I'm just saying I presented what what That's the article fine. said. And Dave's like, ah. If it was truly 20% month over month, you'd have people already <laughs> riding in the streets. They are riding in the streets. Yeah, it'd be like Venice. All right. Let's keep going. Hey, why why is uh, beef jerky so expensive? It always has been expensive, but it's getting <laughs> yeah, worse. A, Let's talk about that. I was at second. CVS. It's, yeah. it's CVS yesterday. I was there, right? Mm -hmm. And a bag of beef jerky, it wasn't even like the big, super big Costco bags. Right. It was like 15 bucks. No, it's, I got it's, like, what, three ounces of beef? That's not right, Alex. That's just wrong. It's, it's, that's wrong. <laughs> People need their protein. I need my manner. beef jerky. Wait a minute. Okay? Are you doing, Don, can you do that as Danny and just tell Alex he doesn't know what he's talking about? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, could you, could you just come back and tell Alex, he, you didn't see those prices. Oh, Alex, in Texas, we make our own beef jerky. And it <laughs> hey, I know a lot of people that make their own. I know a lot of people that make their own. Where's but, the Bronco air but, dehydrator? But, but to clarify, Tim dug his heels in the sand saying I was wrong. I know. 20% I, month over month. I'm not saying not. you're wrong. I'm saying that when presented with the fact that you're not familiar with, which, by the way, there's a 
ton you're not familiar with. You come out as a natural react. Your natural state of reaction is that's not right. Yeah, I, I do a that, more- hang on, hang on. That is correct because <laughs> that did not make economic sense to me. And I read the Fed website. I, I just that just d- doesn't make logical sense. Okay, there's a lot. I I I have 252 calls with you a year. Okay, I spend 15 to 20 minutes with you on the phone for 252 days. Okay, <laughs> I Don Don can attest to this. Don could tell you he just bought a yellow car, and Danny would come out with, "Are you sure it's yellow?" Don went by. <laughs> I, I I just it's just the way you operate, man. Like I'm just going to present. It's not you. bad. It just yeah. is. We there love you, you Dan. Nothing there wrong with wanting to be there informed. All right. Yeah. He just he takes the opposite stance of anything. Eagles are a great football team. Oh well, come on. You got to take the opposite <laughs> of that. You got to take the opposite of that. That was too uh, easy. I, I will. I will <laughs> to support Tim's point. The, the number of times that I have sent Dan a text just suggesting something and thinking this is a layup and him just automatically going for it is zero. I want to question things and research. It. He questions right. Thank everything. You. That's, That's right. That and my dog, dad told me to worse. do that. Question everything. Check the source. Be thorough. He's right. There's nothing wrong with nothing that. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just, I'm just pointing yeah, out right. your natural inclination is, is to uh, say no. Knee jerk kickback. Perhaps your kickback, yes. Thank you. Well, I'm glad we did. We would have given people. I'm glad we did. We would have given listeners the uh, false information. They've got the show notes. You know what? You know what? Now they have the show notes, and they can do the research themselves. Yay! And by the way, Alex, if people want the show notes uh, this week, where are they going to go? Our YouTube channel, uh, Revere Asset, and uh, we update. Daily with daily market insight videos, and also uh, I do a bonus stock video about once a week. I put one out last night. Yeah, that was good. Um, you could also uh, make sure you press that big red button that says subscribe and like the videos, and you could also share the videos. There's a share button. You could share it with Twitter or Facebook, whoever. If you have a friend that might be interested, go ahead and share it. Today. Now, as uh, the the mascot of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting upstairs is a uh, microphone. They call <laughs> ourselves we call ourselves affectionately Mikey. So as a, as a Mikey alumni, see how I just threw it to Alex there? I, there you where go. can you find those show notes? He's now talking about the video he did last night, which is, by the way, uh, is this the next super winner? Ooh. Is it? Which, which stock? I guess I'd have to watch the video. Well, we, we should all watch the video, but real quick, Alex, before you describe this super stock, <laughs> I want to come back to another super stock, and I haven't looked. I purposely have not looked at I saw Alex's title, so Alex says, hey, t- sends me a little text, right? Hey, Tim, I got a video. Can you post it? Yeah, man. Um, I see the I title. I like how accepting you are, too. It doesn't matter what time. You're like, yeah, I, I, I'll get it done. So yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And so, well, that's the, that's the whole aura of our YouTube channel. Look, markets are open 24 hours, baby. We could drop this thing at yeah. 1, 1 in the morning. You then are prepared for pre-market you trading. got it. Market trading at four central. So I saw the title, and right away my mind went to what's that other stock that was Alex's stock of the century? And then I was like, Oh, it was oh that was yeah, I know what you're going to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Well, how do I bring this up? Because I don't want to bring. I don't. I haven't looked at the chart, so I don't know what it's doing. I purposely haven't. So I don't know if it's great. I don't know if it's bad. Okay. Okay. 
But if it's bad, I, I think what what this does though, um, the evolution. Oh, hold on, Danny. Let me let me put it in the way you'll understand. The evolution, the evolution of a. <laughs> wow. 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 I, wow. Mr. Vocabulary. <laughs> Classic. All right. Okay. Well, I, 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 I just had an extrogenous event here. Yeah. <laughs> I did indices. I did indices earlier, and I couldn't get the joke in. I, I, because Don, Don is it's indexes to Don, and I say indices. It's indices. Yeah. No, it's that you make the the singular into C. Oh, oh, do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. I'm just butchering the English Indexes, language. Indexes, indices, yeah, it's both plural. It can be one or the other, but I'm, <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure you can't use indice. Yeah, that's can you not annoying. use indice? It's index. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, that's, a, that's a missed opportunity. Because for... I like to check things. I'll double check <laughs> that, Don, and see if you can use indice. That's right. Although Don's uh, command of the English language is better than mine, so I, I, I probably would defer to Don. The rare Danny compliment. Whoa. Low, low, ba low bar, no matter how low the bar is. <laughs> it's not as low as Tim's where we're talking about wow. the English language. That's right. So Alex has this, uh, I don't know. He just said next super winner, and I went stock at the Was it, a, was it a bonus stock video? Yeah, it was It was Roblox. And so um, I don't uh, know. I don't. <laughs> listen to Alex's. Oh, you're going to bring that one up. <laughs> But that, but hold on now. This is, I was struggling in my mind. Do I bring this up? I don't want to make Alex feel bad. No, bring it up. I would love well, to talk the, about well, it. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like we give more value to people because everybody in the free world knows that not every stock trade works out. And we talk about mm -hmm. rules and like at rules for entry. I always talk about triggers for entry and, and, and we, we harp on rules. Thing. Yeah. Rules for exits. And so yep. we provide more value. And this is all in all seriousness. When we follow up like this, like the problem I have with the CNBCs or the touts or the GURBs or, or pick your pick your hedge eye, like there's no follow up, right? Like there's no, hey, we told like we give you so many stock thoughts during a day mm -hmm. that you can't possibly follow up on all of them and how they do. And so the videos we do five nights a week give you. I, uh, thoughts and ideas, but they're all shaped around rules for entry and rules for exit. Mm -hmm. And helping uh, that whole empowering part isn't just like some kind of slogan, right? Eat, pray, love. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's empowering you to actually develop. That's, that's how the IPO club, you know, on Twitter, a bunch of stock nerds and market lovers that just like, hey, can we just talk about this all day? Because I really don't like my day job. Perfect. I'll give you, I'll give you a back channel on Twitter to do it, you know? And, and that's all they do is they're talking about rules for entry and rules for exit and, and all that other good stuff. And so I don't know what Roblox has done. I purposely, that's not me being facetious. I haven't looked at it. But I'd love to know Alex's thoughts on this stock that he brought to the table, which you can only yeah. find on our YouTube channel. And, and following up with the other stock of the century, Roblox. And so, Alex, tell me what you want me to bring up first on the chart. And before we start... Uh a few weeks ago, you did mention that to go over and like review pr previous mm. bonus. I started doing that. And oh. last night I did go over the current open positions that we have. Oh, sweet. And then one of them I did end up selling. So I went over that and what I did and why. Um, okay. So I am, I did take your guys' advice and I've been reviewing all, all of the bonus stock videos 
since a few weeks ago when you recommended me too. Awesome. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's roll with. Uh, uh, what, do you want to talk about Roblox? You want to talk about the stock you did last night? You want to talk about something else? You, yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, pull up Roblox. That's fine. Sure. Let's let's look at it. Uh, maybe on a daily. There we are. That's not. Yeah. So that just that's not... consolidating, but the yep. problem with that I see is that it's under that fifty day. Okay. Um, which I think is your red line there. Is that the? Red? Yeah. The the, yeah. the red line is. Yes, sir. Right here. And I'm yeah. going to switch so it to I, a weekly on you real quick. The story is there. Up. It's just. I will. I think it just needs time. The I weekly agree. actually looks okay. Yeah. Um, weekly that's... making higher lows as it consolidates. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think that, that right now there's better merchandise. And I think I would I would just wait to see if we can get back above maybe like, I don't know, what would you say, Hunter, like 90 level probably? It looks like there's a ceiling. Yeah, it's uh, it's struggling in the the kind of like 75 to 90 range. So like that 90, yeah. 95 pivot where it basically got rejected five or six days ago, that's the first place I'd want to pay attention to really. So mm -hmm. 90, if you set, you can set an alert at 91, 92, mm -hmm. and that'll kind of give you some insight as to whether or not it's really starting to move. This isn't a bad try. The, the thing I, I, I will say is <clears throat> to our viewers is try not to like, try not to marry your idea or your name, even if it starts to work, you have to be flexible. Like I flip on, like one day I may like my stock. And then if the next day something happens price-wise, I'm, I'm, I move on. I, I can, I can flip on a dime if I like it or not. So just a heads up. Can like, we have a, in something you, you have to be flexible because things happen so fast. What's your time frame? I, I, uh, on, on that, on that particular name or like a newer name, any name. It I, you, depends. Like if I if the ATR is large and the mm -hmm. stocks move screaming, my my it's going to be shorter because it's think, the thing's going to be volatile. But if it's like a like here, I got a perfect example. Pull up TMO. This one gapped up today. I'm not sure. Well, well, the answer is as long as the stock's acting right. No, that's not that's not true mm -hmm. though. Because you're, you're, I, you're I, gonna... I'll give you an example why. On TMO, I I, I remember I bought this in my beta test at 488. Okay, this was mm -hmm. like earlier in the year. Okay. And I knew going into it, this was going to be a slower stock. So my time frame was much longer and I've held it all the way up to here. Now, if you pull up, let's pull up team, T-E-A-M. This was a recent bonus stock. My time frame on this is a lot shorter because it's a lot faster and I bought it on a gap up. It wasn't out of a, a standard base. So when it breaks, let's say a shorter term moving average, like a 21 EMA, mm -hmm. I'll sell. But on TMO, I'm going to use the 50-day, which is a longer-term, longer time frame. If, I hope that kind of sums up. No, that this actually is a yeah. fantastic discussion. Um, let me ask you this then: uh, What for the, for the viewers? This is great content. Like if you if you got if you're if you were sitting at home upset at me for talking about Taco Bell subscriptions, <laughs> this is why you came to the show right here. You're, you're, we haven't given you anything yet. You might be thinking what Alex is doing right now in the discussion we're going to have on fast and slow. And then I'm going to bring in something called dollar cost averaging. Mm. Is super interesting. And let's talk about it. So tell me, tell me. Well, hang on. I want to clarify on Roblox. Do you still own it or did you sell it? No, that, no, I got stopped out. Wait, okay. when the trade was back when I was, we were talking about it. Okay. So Alex, how do you determine fast and slow? That just it does. There's no right or wrong answer here. I just so people can where. Okay, so if this stock is holding above that 80 MA or 21, 
Mm-hmm. That's a that that particularly is a faster stock, and also the average true range of a stock. So, how much does the stock move compared to its price? So, let's say you have a four hundred dollars stock, and it moves forty dollars a day. That's a that's a ten percent ATR. That's a very fast stock. So, so right you, here, you're so uh, just for at home, Alex. Hold on one second. So here's mm-hmm. uh, here's team. Which is Australian, mm-hmm. and uh, on based off the twenty one, how I how I measure ATR, uh, yep. it moves every day about nine dollars and thirty cents. Yeah, so yeah, two and a half percent. Yeah, and so um, would you can so you're saying for- I would consider this I would consider this a faster stock yeah, because yeah, yeah. the other reason is too is because look where it, what averages it's riding and look where it yeah. is like your three times ATR right there, yep. which is probably around that ADMA. That's mm-hmm. fast stock. So let's so, put on TMO here for a second. So TMO mm-hmm. uh, is a six hundred dollar stock, and let me just get my marker so I can freeze the price here. Uh, Thirteen dollars and twenty. Well, that changed because of today. Uh, That's yeah. kind of that. If we looked yesterday, is there a way you could see yesterday's ATR? Uh yeah. Nah. Yeah, nice. So there, there we go. Yep, nine, I'm sorry, I moved so off. So of ten dollars. Hold on. So that's like a one and a one point four percent ATR. Yeah. It's a little, it's, so it's less. A little slower. Okay, and so yep. that that is so now for this stock nerd or market lover at home that's looking to say, well, how do I take advantage of the information Alex has given me? So you okay? Do you own a faster or slow stock? How do you handle it? How do you handle that entry? How do you handle that exit? Alex is telling you he's been in TMO. When did you enter TMO, Alex? I think it was back in uh, off the top of my head, April or March. It was around four eighty eight. Was the price okay? So around four eighty eight, and it clearly uh, great move, right? Great pick, great move. Um, and it's just it's dancing around here. Look from where uh, four eighty eight is. There, that right side is where I got in when it started to break up above that that area. Yep, right around there. Oh, okay, that's I June. Where I was okay, yeah, so June. Right, okay. right in here, and and. Uh, He's just been, it's been trending and holding the 21. So I then say, well, okay, let's go back to Roblox for a second because look, there's people, no matter what we talk about, which by the way, there's a million ways to skin the cat here. Okay. How you get to your financial independence. I mean, just because you do it one way doesn't mean it's wrong. It's what we're here to help you do is get there. Like that's our job. That's what we do. We help you gain, trying to gain that financial independence that you're after. That is what we do. And how you get there, we don't begrudge that. There are some people in this world that tell you that if you didn't get it there a certain way, you're wrong. That's not us. So now let's put Roblox, because there's a lot of people. What Alex was talking about Roblox, I remember this pretty clearly. You know, all the kids are playing it. It's a, it's a mainstay mm-hmm. of, of life. And, 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 I'm not going to sell anybody on Roblox. I don't play Roblox. I don't have any kids that play Roblox. It's it's yet. <laughs> this is right now. This this isn't my bailiwick. But if you were an early, and this is a newer issue, look at this weekly chart. That's the IPO. If you were a newer, an early adopter to getting books delivered by mail from a company called Amazon, and you're like, you know what, man, I like this. I'm just going to dollar cost average into this thing. And there, I don't view that, I don't view anything wrong with that, right? Like, you know the risk you're assuming. It doesn't mean, and maybe you're going to hold through some draw. This is just one consolidation. Whatever the rules are for you that make you sleep at night, great. But the, on a weekly chart, this is just one big consolidation. 
And that, I, I, from whenever Alex uh, mentioned it first, I, I don't remember when. I believe it was in the 90s or the mid 80s. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're not really that far off the mark. It's just a chart that's consolidated. And so yeah. the information that you're given you, at home, you need to understand, you know, it goes with anything that you're doing. Uh, you need to know your parameters. What is your entry? What is your exit? What is your strategy for this? And look, you can, you can really screw yourself here too, by the way. Selling yourself on a story. Selling yourself on the, this is the next big thing. Yeah. And uh, it's easy to, the, the market is littered with stocks that have broken people's hearts as being the next big thing. Yep. And so I think a weekly chart is fine. And look, it doesn't mean you, you, you can dollar cost average in, but at some point, there's good, this chart might, do you really want to hold something from 80 down to 40 or 50 or 60 if the whole market rolls? Well, along those lines too, after a big correction or bear market, the, the next leaders may, I mean, some stocks are, right. are continued leaders through a couple different cycles, but a few of them will drop out. You got to be supple enough to like like Alex was saying, not be married to the story. Yeah. If it's still a leader, great. If it's not, you got to find the next leader. Right. And so, uh, you know, like Facebook here, um, and I'm going to come back to Alex in a second. But Facebook is interesting here. Like, there's no alternative for there's no alternative right now for small business. I don't. I don't even know if there's. I mean. Uh, when when you how do you reach consumers right now? Even with the Apple privacy things, there's there's no way that newer brands are reaching people without Facebook or their their properties. Instagram, Facebook, I think you can advertise on WhatsApp. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but the linear TV advertising. I'm not saying it's dead, but I mean. Budweiser didn't advertise on the Super Bowl this year. And Heiser Bush didn't. Like, right. Like, that money's going elsewhere. Uh, whether it's streaming, you know, like ads on uh, Roku. Roku is really, ad I mean, I don't know what Roku's doing right now, but a bunch of ad supported uh, content's going to YouTube. And, and, and all these channels, a lot of these channels give you the ability to pay extra to opt out of ads like YouTube pay for the premium subscription. You'll never see another ad again. And so the opportunities to actually break through are, are crucial. And, and here's the thing. I, I, when Facebook did the uh, opt out, like you can, excuse me, Apple let you opt out of like being tracked by Facebook. I did it just to see how the ads would change. I was getting ads for nonsense, like concrete repair, <laughs> Like, like whatever they thought, like they're just throwing darts, you know, like, are you interested in lumber? You know, are you interested in concrete? No. And I think what will happen is we'll, we'll go one way with privacy and then people actually want to see relevant ads. You know, like if you're searching for beef jerky, you're going to see ads for beef jerky or, or as a test right now to everybody listening uh, through, a, through a connected device or a device that might be listening. Panera's coffee subscription, the best value in coffee. Go to Panera for $9 a month. You can drink 82 cups of coffee, which I am on pace to do this month. 
and you will get your $9 worth. Panera. Not a, not a sponsor, Dad. Tim just likes I was about Panera to say, Brand. if he brings that up again, they need to pay us. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, we're not <laughs> actually pay You can't do one. that again unless they're going to pay us. That's Call right. them up. And, yeah. Now, Danny's Meat Rubs. When you want to rub your meat, choose Danny's Meat Rubs. Danny I've actually like got to send some more out to a couple of people. Because it's real, it makes it, it, makes it better. So I do, I do want to try this. Oh, yeah. For all I've heard about oh, it, I've shoot. got some in the office. Do yeah, you really? Take, take, yeah. take some hey, watch out. Danny's, I'm telling you, man. Danny's special. I didn't know show. you didn't have never tried it. Well, wait. How can our listeners get it? Well, I'll tell you what. Wait, Whether so. you're a client or uh, maybe considering becoming a client, why don't you call 855-REAL-WELL. Uh, Here, let me just give you the number. Danny Spice Rubs. 855-732-5932. If you... The only joke that popped in my mind is that if you want, I can't even say yeah, it. Yeah, you no, 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 keep no, going, no, keep going. yeah. Keep going. Let's go back to the market. All go. right. We were there and all of a sudden Jim takes his left turn. Alex, what else you got, brother? Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was doing something for the team. Um, yeah. So today, this week I have, uh, let's pull up Yeti. Oh, man. I talked about this on Wednesday. Yeah. How What's Yeti, Yeti doing Yeti today? Doing, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's I, a, that's a I agree with you. I, I think uh, it's uh, handling out nicely around that century mark, the $100 level. Mm -hmm. And if the mark, the, the, here's the thing right now, um, no matter how great your stock setup is or how strong your stock setup, if the market isn't working with you, you're, you're basically pushing against a tidal wave. So just make sure you're, you know, you're measuring your risk and mm -hmm. uh, buying appropriately. Another point I want to make, when I make stock recommendations and stuff, you, uh, the viewers have to understand that ultimately they're going to have to do their own research too. Because when I do my research, it's hours of research. And that's why I get so excited. And so I get a lot of conviction that allows me to hold the stock for months, if not hopefully maybe even years to get really big wins. And that's why I say super winner because I see the, the opportunity and the potential. So just a heads up. Well, but, but also let me, let me, let me, cl let me clarify. It's not a recommendation. Yes. It's not, you're giving no. stock ideas to research and for education yes. and we're showing you right. how you manage that position we're not recommending they go buy it at all i see the confusion stock nerds i i didn't even do it danny you just got to prompt me I, i'll do it <laughs> stock nerds and market lovers these videos are for what your edification purposes only. yes they're never ever to be misconstrued as advice if you want advice seek advice seek advice all you have to do is call america's fiduciary if you are confused at this moment in time and you think, gosh, those guys are giving me advice, you are a dope. We are we are <laughs> absolutely not. not giving you advice. No. What we are doing is educating you. And if you didn't understand edification, we are educating you. We're going to school. The Connecticut school. Connecticut school broadcasting upstairs. upstairs. The walking mics. So the fighting mics. The fighting mics. So listen. Not advice. Not advice. Not advice. Not advice. I can't say that enough. Well, yep. when do you give advice? The, we give advice when the you other, call. Uh, Go ahead. Um, Tim, the other name I uh, did was last night's uh, bonus stock. It was uh, Affirm. AFRM. So there this was two uh, gap ups due to uh, news events. One was their um, partnership with Amazon. The other was earnings related. Mm -hmm. And that purple line is what I was talking about last night as a potential area if you wanted to put stock on. Also, the January 150s are sparked my interest. I did put a position on 
in the beta test portfolio on those January 150s. Calls, uh, calls. Calls, correct, calls. And uh, not the January 2023s. They're not leaps. They're just about, what is that, four months out? So 110 days or so. So th those are, that's what I'm focused on right now. Um, that's my stop will probably be that, you see two days ago, that low around the ADMA where that bounced off of. Right in here. So I think it, uh, Wednesdays. No, no, keep going right, even tighter. Over here? Yep, that that low. I, I, I will stop out and I can always buy it back. I, and you gotta remember, I bought this on that gap update. It went up to 125 and then and then it just flushed out back down and then I sold. I was like, it, it just didn't give me the greatest uh, confirmation. So I was like, you know what? If it comes back up, you can always, you can always buy your stock back. There's nothing wrong with that. Like right. sometimes the best names take a few tries. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's it for me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hunter, this my friend. Yes. Can so you hear me? I can hear you just yeah. fine. This is all, right, all you, all the time, baby. All righty. Uh, Tim, will you pull up uh, ITB really quick for me, the uh, Home Builder ETF? And this will be really quick. I meant to mention this in the video last night, but I just wanted to highlight that there was a little bit of strength and volume in this uh, ETF or sector yesterday, while most of the other value type reopening sectors were weak. So just a little bit of... Uh, coming back to life. And the really what you wanna look at here is TOL, Toll Brothers. Uh, this is the last standing and the best looking stock today. It's in this sector. It's showing some relative strength today as well versus like Lennar and DHI perhaps. So Toll holding up and looking a lot better than its peers for what it's worth. That may be a situation where it's the last man standing and ends up coming through. Uh, but if the sector does end up Coming back a little bit, you might want to keep an eye on toll because it, it has held up better than its peers. Uh, secondly, Tim, I want to talk about semi-equipment. Mm -hmm. I talked about ASML um, probably about several weeks back. And this one is actually coming down to the 21 EMA, uh, close to it as we speak on some volume. Not sure if there's any news. Could just be, you know, some natural selling, profit taking. I don't know. Uh, but really, I want to talk about two other members of this group. And first, Tim, will you pull up uh, AMAT Applied Materials? Done and done. Yeah, so this has been a lagging group, especially when you compare it to the AMDs and NVIDIAs of the world. So the semi-equipment has really not performed like some of those other chip makers or chip producers have. But over the last several weeks, and more particularly the last week, we've seen some volume come into these semi-equipment names. We've seen them make a run at all-time highs. Uh, as ASML has been the leader, but these two are starting to show some signs of life. The next one, Tim, is going to be KLAC. And this one, I think, is possibly establishing itself maybe um, as a new leader in the group. It's already breaking out ahead of AMAT and LRCX. Uh, there's some serious volume. It's showing relative strength compared to applied materials today. Uh, so, And I say serious volume. I mean more so... Uh, multiple days of elevated volume to the upside here on klac so had about seven up days in a row five of those seven or five of those six excuse me all on above average volume so some some interesting action in the group that really hasn't had much uh much success this year after it's it's top kind of in january february just a couple more here uh two individual names that i think have a similar type of setup 
E-L-Y. This is Callaway. Oh, the golf space. Yeah. So what's going to make these two that I'm going to show uh, very similar is kind of a falling wedge consolidation. Both of them cut through their moving averages. But in the last couple of days to the last week or so, both have made really strong moves with volume to get back through all of those moving averages. So here you've got ELY kind of just retesting the 50 days, sitting right there above it. Uh, I mean, you, you really kind of have an easy stop on this one. If you wanted to pull the trigger, you've got all those moving averages beginning to curl under that 30 level. That 30 level is also a good line in the sand, which is going to be pretty much the close from the day prior. Uh, the gap updates him. If you see that, it's going to be, I guess, that would be Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Close was 30.09. So the 30 level is a good line in the sand, as well as all those moving averages right below that. Uh, the other name that looks similar to this, Tim, is L-O-V-E, Lovesack. The furniture producer, uh, but this one gapped up a little bit earlier, so about a week or so ago, but similar type of thing. Got back through all those moving averages, came back retested, and has ultimately started to resume higher, actually holding up uh, pretty well today considering where the market is at. So uh, two similar patterns there. We'll see if they can if they can work out and get those moving averages kind of back in the order that they're supposed to be in. And then, Tim, last thing here. Uh, last two things, actually. I want to touch on FSLR because I, I covered it in the video as possibly a new leader in the solar sector. And we see that one pulling back uh, on light volume to the 8 EMA today. FSLR, Tim. Sorry. I, I, was, I, I went to TAN. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep, so pulling back to the 8, also kind of getting close to retesting that 100 level. Uh, acting much better than its peers still. Sedge is getting a little tight. Enphase is still really struggling. So that thesis is still kind of holding up. It's first solar has, has acted a little bit better than its peers, still continues to look better than its peers uh, in a group that's really been beaten up and forgotten about. And last name, Tim, S-I-V-B, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, acting like a leader for the bank space. So it's, it's breaking out, making new all-time highs today. Uh, you know, not up crazy, but it is up with some volume today. It ha it's had some decent volume the last few days and looks a lot better than uh, some of the other banks in the space. So SIVB may be a little bit of a, uh, a leader in the bank space. There's some that are really close to breaking out, really tight, but SIVB kind of getting out ahead of the pack. And that's all I've got, Tim. I know that was kind of a lot, but that's what I've got today, man. Silicon Valley Banks focuses a bunch on startups. A bunch. And that's, that's what, so we didn't get to it today. We're not going to get to it, but... Uh, next week, we'll talk about uh, Danny had an interesting article on uh, uh, limiting, uh, allowing more access to startups. We'll talk about, right, that. Right, we'll talk about right. that next week. Don. Yeah, I know SIVB is, is, is like uh, really heavily involved with private equity, venture capital, yep. that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Don, what you got? 21 over 21, uh, Dirty 30, uh, Jaguars, Urban Meyer breaking down. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> I'm not sure what's worse, my fantasy team's performance last Sunday or the Jaguars' performance. Uh, well, let's, equally, let's, let's dive into equally, that. Did the guys, equally unimpressive. Did the guys beat you? Are the guys winning the league? What, uh, give us an Actually, the we, guys we did win. They won their game. I lost my game. We didn't play each other. Their, okay. uh, their let's just say that their team performed as expected and mine did not. Interesting. <laughs> Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Well, they suck. My team sucked. Is no, I'm talking. About, I'm talking. About, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Hunter. And, I'm talking about Guns, Katutas, 
and and Sweetums, are they beating you? So far, that's is, 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 when you say like, guns, like a rented mule. When you say, <laughs> when you say <laughs> guns, that's that's all I wanted to know, Don. You said guns, Katutas, and Sweetums, and I thought like their mascot would be Alex kissing his bicep. He's guns, guns, Katutas, all sweet on his arms. Um, <laughs> Alex, Alex's sound effect. I can't see the fellow stocking. Like, I, there's no shot. You, of can, you can imagine my face, though. I mean, I'm yeah. sure. Like, that's the best. He's blushing. Yeah. That's the best. Like, I love it when I hear Alex's. Like, we're gonna talk about Roblox. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just, at least we didn't talk about Butterfly. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. was. A, yeah. I, What's uh? What was the the? Oh, there was another spec we were looking at that recently had gone like to like six or seven dollars after being really elevated. I just cannot remember. CLO, is it clove? Clove. I know the Shamas specs have somewhat come. Yeah. Yeah. I know SoFi. I think is acting a little better than clove. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, there's that Mark Wahlberg stock is. That looks like a ski jump. X. LV is that what it is? Yeah, F forty five training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know, it, it's funny that he has that, but he also has Wahlburgers. So like, you can get fat at one place and then lose weight at the other. But, <laughs> business model. Genius, but it's, genius it's business model. It's grass fed beef. Yes. It's grass. Good business man. <laughs> well, I was thinking about the nutrition quality of a healthy diet. If you actually got a Taco Bell subscription. I mean, how 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 big would you get, yeah. and how fast? Right. You, you you your heart. Uh, you you your need arteries. a gym membership along with that. You gotta get both. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. It's like a dentist giving out candy. <laughs> All right, Don. Let's get to your stocks. So twenty one over twenty one. We've got a stock that's been on there since the beginning of March, the longest uh, tenured stock in the history of the twenty one over twenty one that is going to fall off the list this week. Uh, so uh, you definitely want to tune in for that. A couple others that are coming up. Oh, too. son of a bitch, so Don. Did, I, did I just, I'm sorry if I just blew it. I was guessing. I don't even know if I guessed right. So don't tell us. I, I put up a chart because I didn't, I was just guessing. But right, go ahead. I didn't Don. see what the chart was. That you oh, good. Put up, but good. Yeah, we, we can't gonna... see it. Oh, good. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I don't, don't come to me, Zach. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Don. I'm so we sorry. are at a very uh, critical juncture, stepping back a little bit from stocks and just looking at the indexes, at the indexes with the S&P 500 teetering as we speak on the 50-day moving average. Uh, and uh, the NASDAQ 100, the Qs, tested the 21 this week, uh, successfully tested, got back above it, but are now below the 21-day moving average again. That was That has been the strongest uh, of the indexes. So. We're keeping a very close eye on that. As we know, 75% of stocks will follow what's going on with the market. Leading stocks have been really outperforming the indexes the entire month of September. But if uh, weakness in the market continues, it will absolutely permeate the leaders eventually. And they fall hard. It's the old uh, escalator up, elevator down. So we've got all our stops in place as always. We've got about a four and a half percent exposure, meaning if all of our stops were hit, uh, we would lose four and a half percent from where we are right now. The rebar. Um, so rebar, Revere estimated balance at risk. Yes, is what that is. But 
we really need to see the S&P uh, get back above the 4450 level. Right now, as we're talking uh, noon Eastern time, we're at 4440. So uh, not far from it, but a big battle taking place here around this 4430 to 4450 area in the S&Ps. All right. Uh, listen, stock numbers, uh, real, I'll tell you what, Dan. Do your normal outro, and then I do have one last thing. Folks, listen, if you like what you heard. You know what? We, we do. We have to, I'm sorry. We have to address something before uh, we exit. Tim, can you bring up UUP? Yeah. Because this is what has really been impacting uh, stocks this week. And bring it on, up on an ATR chart. Go. The dollar, uh, can you... We talked about look back to the to the far left of the picture there. You see the the two the high bars there. That was when we talked about uh, a possible rally in the markets with that falling in. That's really what we've gotten. Uh, but look how it bottomed at the minus two ATR and has been climbing ever since then. And that's corresponding with weakness in the market. Uh, there's an absolute correlation going on between uh, the dollar and stocks as there usually is, but it's an unusually tight. Uh, oh, over the last couple of weeks. So the dollar playing a major role in uh, the strength and or weakness of the market. So dollar goes up, stocks go down and vice versa. Yes. All right, folks, listen, if you liked what you heard, please tell a friend, tell a neighbor, just send them to revereasset.com and they can sign up for this daily market or daily market insight video. Learn what we think is going to happen tomorrow today. And also they can... Uh, get this podcast delivered right into their inbox. We won't spam them. We won't bother them in any way. It's up to them to reach out to us if they want a complimentary portfolio review, have, want something uh, for us to talk about, a stock or a topic, um, or or simply just have questions. You can email any of us at dan at revereasset.com, don at revereasset.com, Tim, Hunter, or Alex at revereasset.com. You can also call us old school. At eight five five real wealth. Just a thought here, Danny. If the markets were to pull back, what what would we expect? What what, what do I expect? What do I think is going to happen? How deep can the pullback get, Tim? Tell me, tell me now. I need to know. So, uh, I've got the Nasdaq up, and I'm going to do it on a weekly. And so, the rare event that takes place is that the Nasdaq gets close enough for government work. To the third ATR. And I know it's probably small on somebody's screen, but it got kind of close there a couple weeks ago. And the last time the NASDAQ got up to the third ATR on a weekly time frame, how deep was that pullback? Okay. It doesn't happen often. So uh, our, our friend Jeff uh, from Kansas City came in. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff from Kansas City, Chiefs fan Jeff. And so Jeff's an awesome fellow. And uh, I was showing him this. And I was like, you know, it doesn't look like much. But when you uh, when you look from you know just high to low, it's a fourteen percent pullback. So and that's on an indice. Mm -hmm. So it, and I'm, this is a weekly chart, so it's not going to just maybe it'll happen, but I don't think so. It, what it, this this fourteen percent move took a month to to just take place over time, and so if you're feeling a fourteen percent move mm -hmm. on the indice, what are your stocks doing, Danny? Some of the individuals will be getting canceled. Oh, 20, 25%. And so, yeah, they'll get obliterated. Yes. Yes. And that is. Kathy Woods Arc Fund was down 40, 45%. When? Mm -hmm. Well, when that last NASDAQ pullback. There you go. 
And so I, I just wanted people to have a little content. So anyway, it's just something to be aware of. And so all the things that we're talking about, stock management stops, rules for entry, rules for exit, they all matter. And so- It's uh, all about the rules. And, and look, that does not look like a deep pullback, but you get 14%- But that's a weekly chart. Yes. You get 14% pullback in the NASDAQ in this environment. It's going to feel much, much, much more. Put, put them on a daily so they can see it real quick. Put them oh, on a yeah. daily and it'll look a little more, because that's what they're going to kind of live through. The weekly smooths it out. Yeah. And see, so then there's that. I got to go over. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, it's, it's so back. That, see, that's a little bit more. That's what you're going to be feeling. Folks, we'll talk to you next week on Your Money.